You're listening to MOG Channel. guys welcome to my podcast this is mog channel where we help you to see a real and practical christianity from god's word if you're new here welcome if you're returning welcome back today we're going to continue what we started yesterday on prophecy and if you listen to yesterday's one i'm sure you were so blessed and you should definitely if you have not go listen to it it was so packed full of goodies concerning prophecy the power of prophecy what prophecy can do for your future and your present and how there is no situation that cannot turn around when prophecy is present. Prophecy always gives a light at the end of a tunnel, right? Now, today we're going to be talking about waging war with prophecies that have been received. The text we're going to be using is 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 18. And it says, This charge I commit unto you, son Timothy, according to the prophecies which went before on you, that you might by them war a good warfare. So he says, I commit this chart to you according to the prophecies. In other words, there are prophecies, there were things that were said ahead of him. There were things that were said by prophecy, by the inspiration of the Holy Ghost concerning his future, concerning his situations, concerning what he would be doing. He says that you might by them war a good warfare. Why will he be warring a, a good warfare based on things that have said before? Well, because he has probably got into a situation or a period in his life where it's either those things that were said were not looking like they're going to come to pass or he's in situations that look like um, there is just no hope. And those prophecies, because they have said something that, you know, is futuristic, there is actually a hope. Let me give an example. So there's a story of my papa. You know, I love to talk, tell stories about my papa. <laughs> He's my spiritual, you know, papa or something. I call him my supernatural dad. And he once told me of when he went, one day there was a lady they went to see. And this lady had just lost her son. I think the son was about six and the son had died. And they went. She wasn't allowing anyone else to come, but they were pastors, so she allowed them to come. And when they got to the house, she was just like, they came to say, oh, sorry for your loss. But the woman was just smiling, just laughing, just happy. Ah, ah. You're like, hey, is it a kilo waiting? What is going on here? And everyone was just, ah. And then she looked at them and said, hmm, you put the way people are looking. I hope you, you came to, you came, I'm sure you came to raise my son, right? <laughs> she says, my son is not dead. God has told me what he will do when he's 40. So my son cannot be dead. <laughs> when they looked and said, what kind of woman is this? My papa just vexed. He said, you know what? Go in there and get your baby. And he went, she just went into the room and came back with the child alive. <laughs> Did you see that? Came back with the child alive. What does that tell you? <laughs> like for her, the anchor she used, the anchor of her faith was, look, this is what prophecy has said and God cannot lie. Do you get? God said this child will live. You know, this is where we come to that point of let God be true and every man in life. God said the boy will live, like, will do things at 40 and then the boy is 6 and the boy is dead. That's, that does not align with what was said by the Holy Ghost. And so, you can use that to wage or to go to war when the enemy strikes. When the enemy comes to try to say that God is a liar. When situations come to stay in the face. You understand? You can say, no, Satan, you've lied. This, you know, and especially when things look contrary there is like the direct or stark opposite 
For example, God has told you you are going to school outside the country. He says, I'm going to use you there. He did that, that, that. He even told you the school you will go to. He told you this. He told you that. Told you this. Told you that. Told the people that you will meet. Said things to you. Right? He said these things to you. But, but it could have been like, okay, this is what he said to you personally. Or it could have been prophesied over you. Because prophecy, as I said, is spoken right it's spoken but then the truth is that before prophecy is spoken it comes as impressions so you you who is um, what was the word you who is the giver of the prophecy you can actually give yourself prophecy you can speak them out to yourself or sometimes they can come as a witness you understand so god has told you all those things this will happen that will happen that will happen and then here you are and it's like two years why <laughs> is not showing forth money hasn't come you get different things have not happened concerning what God has said. You get, you are still here in Nigeria. And you're like, ah, there's now this that did God actually say all those things. No, it is time to wage war. It's time to take those prophecies and wage war. What some people don't understand is that not all prophecies are automatic. Some prophecies, right, without doing anything, they will come to pass. But there are some prophecies that come with instructions. There are some that say, do this, do this, do that. When you come to such situations where it's like these things are bleak, you can take those prophecies and go into a place of prayer and say, No, Lord, you said this in your word. I'm standing on your word. And you begin to pray and say, Look, Satan, take your hands off. I rebuke you concerning the situation. God has said this. It comes to pass. And it is an anchor for your faith. You see, faith needs to have an anchor. It needs to have something you're holding on to. A lot of people want to believe God and you don't have a verse of scripture that, pro- that, that guarantees that thing that you want to you are believing for you understand you don't have because what's the guarantee do you get it's like how i put it okay if bill gates promises you one million or one million dollars right you know that there is an anchor to that faith that or or to that belief that he will give it to you that he has it number one he has it number two he'll give it to you maybe he has written a check do you get a check or something or whatever that's like an anchor that when you go to the bank they will give it to you do you get so prophecy is like that check it's like god has already written the check he says go and cash it do you get aha uh-huh. so <laughs> you may get to the bank and they are doing one but the check is good you understand so they can't they can't keep it from you so you say you you wage war you wage war you wage all those words you wage all those prophecies it says no god said this about me god said that about me and that's why as i said for like you can't afford to live a life with no prophecy you can't afford to be in places where there is no prophecy in your life right <laughs> one reason one of the the meetings that we don't really see in church today are supposed to be prophetic meetings or what we call believers meetings where it's just for believers exclusively not for unbelievers but just it's a believers meeting where you just come together and everybody you know uses their gifts the, that's the the things of the spirit and especially tongues and interpretation which becomes prophecy is the dominant thing there where people prophesy yesterday we looked and paul said you can all prophesy one by one it's that kind of meeting where one person prophesies and that person prophesies that i said that all may learn and be edified right everybody prophesies no one is left out because in prophecy is the strength in prophecy the heart of god comes out alive in prophecy the will of god is made known in prophecy direction comes in prophecy there's course correction in prophecy there's encouragement in prophecy there's a light at the end of the tunnel in prophecy there's empowerment there's a power to go ahead you understand what i'm saying so when things are looking bleak you get you you are supposed to be a steward of prophecies the prophecies that have been spoken over you take them 
you to the place of prayer and you praise it, Lord, this is what was said. I believe this. This is what your word said. And you begin to stay on it. Stay on it and begin to speak it to yourself. No, this is what he said. And so that tells you that when you are being prophesied to, or words are being given to you, you should not just receive them and say, you should document them. If you can record them, record them from the mouth of the person that is talking or, or document them, write them. Now, when God gives you personal prophecies, you also put them down. Why? Because there will be a time, a season when you will need to visit those words. You will need to go back on those words and say, Lord, this is what your word says. I believe your word. I don't believe my situation. This is what's going to happen for me. There comes that time. Believe me, there is nobody. This is Paul talking to Timothy. He says, wage war. He says, go to war. Are you seeing that? Pick those prophecies and go to war. Pick those things and refuse. Do you get what I'm saying? Now, let me even say this. You can actually use the word of God like this also. Because some people, I don't know, for some reason, they they, they um, place more premium on prophecies than the word of God. Now we can't throw it with the bad water. We can't. We can't pick one or choose the other. There's the one of the word of God that God's Spirit through men wrote down. You get. In fact, a lot of it is prophecy on its own. It's actually prophecy. <laughs> and then there's the one that God speaks expressly to you via you or someone else. Both of them can be used in the, in the same way, right? The one that has been written is actually prophetic. It's prophecy. Things that have been said. I think about it. Prophecy is actually what shaped your Bible. Prophecy is what shaped the coming of Jesus. From Genesis to Malachi, all the one major thing they were all saying is he's coming. They all prophesied he's coming. They prophesied what will happen, prophesied what he would do, prophesied everything. They prophesied it. They, by their words, by the influence of the Holy Ghost, brought the coming of Jesus to pass. Are you seeing that? And when Jesus came, he came fulfilling prophecy. The Bible says he did it as it was written. As it was written. Now, before it was written, it was spoken. Do you understand? Before it was written, it was spoken. People spoke those things. So, it tells you that's a power of prophecy. Jesus came because of prophecy. So, I don't know what has been promised to you, but it will come. There was a time, I remember there was a meeting I was in, and I was just, you know, with some kids, secondary school kids, and I just saw, like, a car in my spirit, my inner eyes, and everything. I saw a car, and I even saw the colors, I saw everything. I thought, so I said, there's a person here. I thought at first it was for me. I said, no, 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 there's a person here. You get that you need there's your parents are expecting a car you get there's a car that they want and everything and i described okay i said that the former car they had was this and then described they need this i, I don't know if i said the color but then one girl there was like ah, it's me and everything i said okay good i said the car is released to your family in the name of jesus i prophesied that now this was like i don't know maybe some months before their graduation graduation that said that time i was working in secondary school at their graduation she came to me and said ah pastor the car has come you know and, and that's the power of prophecy. Prophecy can propel things. Sometimes there's delay. There's just this unusual delay of certain things. And it's like, you know, things are looking bleak. Will it come? Will it not come? Prophecy is like a, <laughs> how will I put it? It's like a, a tractor or lawnmower. No, not a lawnmower. A tractor or something. A mower that comes and mows down those trees. Just comes and, you know, breaks down that whole forest and barricade of delay. Yeah, so prophecy also has a lot to do with destroying delay. If you are going through stuff, you need prophecy. Prophecy will do a lot. But as I said today, the emphasis is picking up what has been said, either from God's word. For example, the Bible says, I wish that above all things that you may prosper and be in health, 
even as your soul prospers. Bible says God has given us everything pertaining to life and godliness. Bible says God gives us richly everything to enjoy. These are texts of scripture you can pick. There's the one my God shall supply all needs according to glory by Christ, riches and glory by Christ Jesus. You can pick all these texts of scripture for provision and say, No, this is what the word of God says. I refuse to be broke. I refuse to not have provision. Now go ministering spirits. Go and get the provision. Go and touch the hearts of men and women and let them remember me. Let them remember me. Let them call me up. Let them send money to my account. Let people send provision to me. You begin to do that every day. You pick the word of God. This is what word of God says. And then you begin to you know, wage war. You begin to wage war. You begin to go to war. You understand? Part of why you're going to war is because there is the enemy. And the enemy is a specialist of delay. The enemy will seek to bring delay. The enemy wants to steal your joy. You get what I'm saying? So he will bring delay. He will bring all those things to try to discourage you. He will try to keep things from you. The enemy does that. So you will face him first and say, Satan, take your hands off my stuff. Take your hands off my property. Take your hands off my money. This is what the word of God says. So take your hands off. I rebuke delay. And I'm talking right now. I'm praying for you. I rebuke every form of delay that has played you and your family in the name of Jesus. Everywhere there's delay. Everywhere things are not working out. Everywhere it seems as if things have stopped. There's like a stalemate. It's just stale. And things are not progressing. Whether it's jobs, businesses, finances, Relationships. You are latito to tuko leke pretete leke 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 lebe. Rupo supiti le fretete no kudo do 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 do. Sipi pipi kibi. Zike tu numa kala pata ta tiki 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 tiki. Hala tata tuto. Itete tuto tuto. Shata tata. There's a person listening to me for three years now. There's a guy who has promised to marry you for three years specifically. He has promised to marry you, but he's just been doing a lot of things, and it's like it, it's 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 as if you are getting. Um, how will I put it? It's like I said, come, let's go. I can't see my parents. I can't see my parents. And he's just delaying. He's just delaying. The Lord says I should tell you that that guy is going to find something that will let him have the courage to to go ahead. He's going through some financial issues and doesn't want to tell you, but there's going to be some breakthroughs and things that will propel him to be courageous enough to go and meet your family. Katos or Roputos, Epelea. When that one is answered, let me know on my Instagram. Okay, glory to God. That's how it is. Prophecy can, you know, things are, are predicted. That's why you cannot afford not to be in a prophetic environment. And by that, I mean an environment that enables you all to prophesy. You get where you can all sit down. Look, let me say this there is no mystery. There's, there's no mystery to God. If God is in you, there, there won't be mysteries to you. You should have a habit of picking friends, just maybe two or three friends, sitting down, without on the phone or whatever. Have a habit of calling friends and prophesying to each other. You get, I have a, I, I said yesterday, I told you yesterday that I have, I have a friend like that, that we just, we, we come together and we prophesy to each other. We edify each other all the time. We do it a lot. When I'm having issues, I call him. When he's having issues, he calls me. When we prophesy, we edify each other. And that's how we've gone through a lot of things in this our lives. A lot of things. Yes, you're, there's no, I don't care the situation in your life. You must, you shouldn't go through life blind. By the time you use just two or three people, you know, come together and you are prophesying to each other, many things become clear because God, the Bible says we prophesy in part, we see in part. So God will give one person insight about the situation, give another person insight. By the time all of you prophesy about that one thing you're talking about, it will be very, very clear. That things, there was time I gathered some students in my office and we were just prophesying. Okay, let's let our show them. So I said, let's prophesy concerning the year. 
right? And we wanted to know, okay, what's going to happen with this year financially? And we prophesied there are certain things that will happen. Da, 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 I said some parts, I said some parts. We had a clear picture. Do you understand? But then it's not just that prophecy will give you a picture of what will happen. Prophecy will also speak concerning that in the midst of issues happening all over the place, that there will also be provision for you. It's like, I just I was just talking in my heart, I just, just like flashed in my heart and it's like, I feel like there are people listening to me that you've been watching the news, you've been seeing how the dollar has been jumping up and down and trying to make up his mind where to, which which peak to, to rest on and it's like for your family and you people are like getting more and more insecure. I see a person in my heart saying, how would they pay my school fees? I'm abroad. This one, that one, that one. You get, uh, you get, I just see several things like that. People worrying. There's, there's a lot of worry. But thus says the Spirit of the Lord. Thus says the Lord to you. Thus says the Lord that I should tell you <laughs> that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. He says that I can move money from where I want to where I want to. I will move from one place to the other. I am not restricted by the price of the dollar. I am not restricted by the economy, says the Lord. He said, I sent ravenous birds to Elijah. I sent a widow, or Elijah to a widow, a widow to Elijah. I sent, when when the things were not looking good, I, I, I created and always made a way, I always made provision. He says, if I have made provision in the past, I will make it again. So stop worrying and stop overthinking. Stop trying to figure things out, says the Lord. For the provision will come, your fees will be paid in the name of Jesus. Your, your, and it says there will be surplus, there will be excess. There will be more money than you've seen combined in that in, in the period of your schooling in that country where you are. In the name of Jesus, what I say for one, I say for all. Every single person on the sound of my voice, wherever you've experienced delay, wherever there is that fear of financial, you know, stagnancy or whatever because of the current situation, the Lord says that I should tell you the same way Elijah told the widow. He says that the oil, that says the oil will not run dry. The oil will not run dry. The flour will not finish. The oil will not run dry. You will always have provision. It will just keep on coming and coming and coming and coming. And God is going to show you that you don't, that the sources that you always rely on, that your family always relies on, that he does, he's not bound by those sources. Thus says the spirit of the living God. How glory to God. Okay, guys, that's it for today. I wish, I I believe you should, you are blessed. Go listen to this a few times. Let it sink in and let those prophecies that have been spoken here guide you. There is direction for you. There is light in the name of Jesus. You know what to do. You know what to do. You are not confused. Yes, you listen to me. You are not confused. You are not confused. In the name of Jesus. God bless you guys. Have a wonderful day. Catch you tomorrow. Bye-bye. If this blessed you or you want to say hi or you have a question, you can head over to my Instagram that's pst.sn, pst.essien. See you there.